Welcome back to the final hour of this morning's tip today. Uh, we were talking about the ho- the haunted clothes segment in the last hour and a listener says, for anyone that hasn't been to that place in Newbridge, it's lovely. It has a restaurant with lovely food. Last time I was there, a good while ago though, there was a guy playing a piano. Also lovely items in the shop. It's Newbridge jewellery and Christmas decorations there as well. Uh, also a listener says, I'm not a great believer in faith things, but our son was born with, uh, oh, I can't pronounce it, hemi-hypertrophy. One side of his body smaller than the other visually, smaller left leg and arm, so he wasn't using the arm and naturally limp, limp in the leg. We took him to a faith healer at four years old. After second and third visit, he started using his arm. After six or seven visits, our four-year-old said, Ma'am, it's my head burns. As the man holds his hand over it, he's now 27. And other than a small little piece he needs for his shoe, you would never know. That man I will always respect. It blew me away. That's from Liam. Uh, that's in relation to the folk cures and, and folk healing that we were speaking about as well just before 11. Keep those texts coming in to us 83 311 3311 or 1800 938 One aspect of healing we can always rely on, of course, and that's our diet. So delighted to be joined as usual by Muriel Cuddy, CEO of Marito 8020. Muriel, good morning. Morning, Ali. How are you? I'm great this morning. Now, we always talk about how diet is such an important part of physical and mental health. And I suppose being seasonal when you're eating is very important because we're kind of heading into soup season and stew season now, aren't we? Yeah, it's funny because in clinic for the last two weeks, especially I think the last week and a half, and with the rain and the storms yeah. and everything, every single person that's coming through is actually saying to me, Muriel, I have to change it up. What am I supposed to do? And we did a little even on lunches, like at the end of August coming into September. So I did a little on this piece. But I think the minute it starts raining and we have a storm like we actually had this week, yeah. the whole thing changes completely, doesn't it? And I asked I three lovely ladies that came in this week and I asked the three of them, what would you like to hear more about? What would you like to hear me talking more about? And all three said the same thing. Diet comes up, number one, every single time. And like the winter warm food, stuff like that now this time supplementation was actually the other thing there was one other thing and we'll talk about it at the end and that's finishing out things so you might ask me about that yeah. at the very end but when I started talking about that it was like a big deal okay so the girls will know the wonderful ladies that come through because they are wonderful Ali we have some you have the most wonderful listeners we and, do. and those wonderful We're listeners blessed. come into me in clinic and like the crossover or whatever is there. So, yeah, I just I can't can't speak highly enough about it. But anyway, we we need to consume foods at this time of the year that take longer to digest. OK, mm. because the body temperature rises during digestion. So that actually speeds up our metabolism and that warms us up when we're colder. So we need to like you're talking about fibrous foods, you know, foods that it just takes you a little bit longer. If you're to, if you eat foods like that are the simple carbs that I talk about all the time, say like croissants at breakfast time, even white bread, pastries, things like that they digest quickly so they don't keep the body warm. So you're talking brown bread and stuff like that. Yeah, brown breads and stuff like that. Yeah, but I'll get into that in a minute. But um, I've I've spoken about this before, right? So um, your heart health is so important. So when the temperatures drop, heart attack, strokes and other heart-related conditions, they go up massively. Yeah, yeah. So like at this time of the year, there are more heart attacks and strokes, etc. Like cold weather makes your heart work harder to keep warm. So it's important that we do things to actually try and help help keep our heart warm. Um, And there was, what what was the study? I'll come back to the study in a minute because I need to talk about that in a second, right? But when you're talking about simple things, then I just want to run down quickly through. Have you ever heard of the word diaphoretic? No. So diaphoretic are foods that keep the body warm from the inside out. Oh. Yeah. So like, you know straight away when you hear it. 
it, yeah, wasn't that one yeah. of the ones going to school? You could actually picture the child with the steam coming out his back. Internal <laughs> central heating, yeah. wasn't I it? I actually loved Ready Break when I was warm and I was a fussy eater, but I actually yeah. loved Ready Break, yeah. So you're talking about things like soups, yes, but the things that you put into soups. So we're talking about like vegetables, yes, the under the ground root vegetables at this time are, are, are massive, right? But pulses, garlic, cumin, cinnamon, ginger, things like this are really important, like onions. These are all like these diaphoric, di- diaphoretic um, foods. Uh, sesame seeds. So sesame seeds are literally like um, immune boosters and all that kind of thing as well. And then ginger. So ginger boosts your metabolism and it increases blood flow. Ginger tea, green tea. So they're they're both um, drinks that warm you from the inside out. They speed up your metabolism. They help digestion. They increase blood flow to your your toes and your fingers. Mm. So that's really important because a lot of people have Raynards, etc. And even though I don't have it, my fingers get really cold. Most especially standing on a sideline or something like that and how long it takes to warm them up. So like instead of having your... Now coffee is good too. So coffee definitely increases metabolism and raises your body temperature. So on a sideline, yes. But if you were to choose between a green tea or a ginger tea and coffee, I'd be choosing the teas instead. Oh, no. Sip them. <laughs> no. Are you one of these that goes around with the coffee in your hand for four hours? Not, no, I had to seriously cut back on coffee. I was up to about six cups a day. Oh, and Christ. I was going to the doctor going, okay. why am I so anxious all the okay. time? Okay. And she said, probably the coffee. So I got into one coffee and then decaf. Okay. But I'm down to about like one and three decaf. That's not too bad. But, you know, um, the research is there. You can have two or three coffees a day. Now she's going to go back up in the coffee. Sorry, shouldn't be no, saying this, No, I'm not, because no. But anyway, yeah. It's a slippery slope out or whatever, yeah. yeah. But, but you can have two to three cups a day. And like two cups are actually known now to be actually good for your gut health. Great. Yeah, so like for anyone that's listening, that's good. Like the caffeine gets a bad rap a lot of the time, but it's the overdoing it. Say like, yeah. yes, the six cups a day and it's the time of the day that you take it yeah. at. So you definitely don't have a cup of coffee before you go to bed at night, you no. know. But yeah, so coffee is actually one of the good ones. Mulled wine is another good one. I love a mulled yeah. wine. And hot chocolate is another oh. one. So like, you know, the week ends now. We're so good to polish a bottle of wine or half a bottle of wine or whatever. So to slow it down with something like a nice mulled wine and take your time. I think we're definitely at the time of the year we need to pull back a little. You definitely have to change everything completely from mm. what you would have been doing into like say July and August were miserable months anyway into September. But I think coming now into October we have to get it right. We've eight weeks coming up to Christmas time. Yeah. And I think if you don't eat right and don't eat well and you don't look after yourself you're going to start feeling really miserable. Like the dopamine serotonin and that come from the gut like 94% or 74% and 90%. So like we have to look after that immune boosting gut health side of things, yeah. you know, that's really important. I think what's difficult for people is that transition from maybe having the salads and the nice easy stuff that you can throw together. Yes. Like soups and stew take work and they yeah. take a bit of time and it's difficult to make that transition. Yeah, it is and it isn't, you see, as in um, the salads take a little bit of time too and you have to have the food prep done. I've said to every single person that's coming through that's struggling and a lot of people are really struggling with food and like how to do it and busy lives and whatever. And even people that don't have busy lives are struggling and saying to me, Muriel, I don't know what to do. I keep saying, simplify it. Definitely from Monday to Thursday, Friday, simplify it. You don't have to do like chilli con carnies and pasta bakes and God knows what. You don't have to put loads of time into it. You just have to do really simple food nicely. We were reared on really simple yeah. food. We knew every single day of the week what we were having. Yeah. So we went home from school. It was like, yeah, bacon day or whatever it was, fish and chips on a Friday. But it was really simple. And it was literally meat, fish, veg. Uh, and your spuds, yeah, you know, and we all grew up fairly okay, and there was none of the sicknesses or whatever. Mothers definitely are really trying to do everything. I am getting so many mothers in, and if they're listening, you have to calm it down. People that are like stressed out of their world or whatever of trying to be perfect, 
there's no such wor- word or no such world as anybody being able to be perfect. Mm. So that simplifies side. It doesn't matter if it's not a dinner even in the evening time. It can be something as simple as, as a soup in the evening time. And there's actually a lot of very good soups out there that you can buy that you don't even have to go and make your own, yeah. especially during the week. You know, there's some that have four and five ingredients um, and when you're looking at the back of them like, that's fine. Once it goes to the eight, nine, ten, and like even the own brand, supermarket ones, they're like, what are they? I think they're about 220 or 230. That's a really good lunch. Put it just feels like it's not healthy because it's coming in a pack, yeah. doesn't it? No, it, once it's not in a pack, it's in a powder. Once you look at the back, once you're not getting like all the big level of like emulsifiers and modified starches and stuff like that, like but the soups that start off with water and then they go with like the vegetables that you can actually read like carrots, you know, parsnips, whatever. Like one of the ones, am I allowed to mention names? Go on. Yeah. Well, one of the ones I found for years really good were the Avonmore soups. Yeah. They had like five or six ingredients in them. You knew exactly what was in them. They're in that carton that you screw the top off and you you warm it up. Now, I like taking soups out of cartons, put them in even to a lunchbox and add in like things like you know your baby potatoes maybe oh, spinach yeah. maybe chilli maybe things like that or whatever and it changed the taste of them straight away Yeah, most of those kind of soups are kind of blandish because they're to cater for like you know everyone the numbers yeah. yeah but you can change them up to suit yourself but that's simplifying it like if you have porridge for your breakfast in the morning in porridge you have vitamin B d- Vitamin B, you've magnesium, you've things like that, right? Which help the immune system and, you know, relaxation and all that kind of thing. There's also beta gluten in it. So beta gluten relaxes the gut. So like a porridge or wheat in the morning has to be your to-go-to at this time of the year. I thought gluten agitated the gut. No, it's a beta gluten. So it's not a gluten, it's a beta gluten. Right. It's, it actually just relaxes the gut completely. So it's completely different to, to the gluten that you're thinking yeah. about, right? But like porridge in the morning, your immune function, your heart health, all of that kind of thing. It's, you know... A powerhouse of, you know. Now, for some people, porridge works. For other people, within a half an hour, they're starving. So you're either a porridge person or you're not. Yeah. I'm not a real lover of instant porridges because they're very ground down. So they're, they're making it more refined so that you can heat it up really quickly. I just like the old-fashioned porridge oats. Yeah. A little bit of milk, water, honey berries, whatever you want to put on it and you're good to go. Wheat bix is another really good breakfast. Eggs mm. is another really good breakfast. Put it with your like high fibre brown bread. There are three breakfasts and you're ready to go and they're all warm, nourishing breakfasts. Yeah. Once you've had a breakfast in the morning and I do say this time of the year, a lot of people say I don't like breakfast. You do really need to eat by 10 o'clock but if you do eat in the morning You've switched on your metabolism, you've warmed up the body a little and you're good to go. You shouldn't really need to eat until lunchtime. So if you have a decent breakfast, I'm not a lover of drip feeding food in unless there's something wrong with blood sugars or whatever, you know. Mm. So lunchtime then is your, it's either a dinner from the night before. And I think that's fantastic. Yeah, very handy. Well, we don't need a dinner in the evening time. So if we're finished late and we're running around all day long and your system is up to 90, you sit down then in the evening, you have your dinner. And then your system has to wire, wind itself up again. Your digestive, di- digestive um, bloods and everything are, you know, going 90 to a dozen to burn off that food. Mm. So if you could have that food at lunchtime instead, you're definitely better off. So even if you cook a dinner and you have a smaller amount and then you, you flask the rest of it or lunchbox the rest of it and bring it for your lunch the next day, yeah. you're eating the same thing twice. But that's brilliant because like that's time saving and that's simplifying it. So yeah. like stir fries, stews, anything at all like that, casseroles, things like that, that you can even maybe do something on a Sunday and it lasts for two days. That's fantastic. It's probably where a slow cooker is your best friend too, isn't oh, it? Slow cooker and air fryers. Yeah. They're definitely like, they've simplified life again. And I suppose maybe that's the lazy side. We actually think things are hard and we have to do, put a few things together. Whereas like, things are so much easier than what they would have been. Like, you would, you would have had to boil potatoes before. That's the and thing. Cook and sit over a hob for three hours. Yeah. You can just toss it all in. And in and out. Yeah. Like, I put dinner on and I have 
everything done by the time dinner is cooked. Literally, yeah. like you've a load of washing in, a load of washing out, dishwasher emptied. Like you've everything done mm. and your dinner is actually there ready to take out. So there, there isn't really an excuse if you keep it simple. Like I'm not talking about, I don't make sauces from scratch on a Monday to Thursday. You know, I don't put a load of work into a dinner. A dinner is a dinner and they're fed and they're happy and they're delighted and they're gone off. Yeah. And that's grand, you know. So we definitely need to simplify it. But you're looking at stews. Stews are, are, are a big to go to. Broths are a big to go to. So if you can do like a chicken broth or a bone broth or whatever, you can use that as your soup, you know, your, your, your what, what would you say, to put all your veg and all your bits and pieces into. But even to have them on their own, they're so good for the gut. Yeah. You know, the, the, the collagen on the inside of the stomach, the in, like it loves it. You know, yeah. it's like a liquid gold or whatever. When I was young, they used to put, um, my granny used to put a handful of, of barley into the soups and yeah. the broths as well. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. and that should fill it out. Yeah. You know, like to get the fibre from other things, you know, that's that's brilliant. If you can keep out of, out of the soups, don't put cream in, don't put extra salt in, you know, and even like the saturated fat side, like of the red meats and stuff like that. If you can keep them to one side, you're definitely better. If you can use the, the non-saturated fat proteins like beans and, you know, lentils and things like mm. that, that's definitely better coming into the winter time. And you're getting the extra source of fibre and the extra source of protein in it, you yeah. know, fills you up like, yeah. In terms of fruit, then for snacking um, I always find that transition away from strawberries difficult I fight it even though you buy them anyway but they taste rotten they do you know and it's funny when you're talking about fruit it's definitely if you can get stuff locally so like like our wonderful apple farm out the road yeah. like the berries and everything there are fresh the apples and things like that so I always say to people when they say to me what veg can you eat I always say like the old fashioned veg that are grown here in Ireland are always your best bet you know but definitely bananas did I say that in the beginning a banana a day keeps the shivers away does it? That's the actual saying or whatever. Yeah, it's full of magnesium, full of vitamin B, you know. So like you can't go wrong. Berries, frozen berries even, I would say, you know, and even put your frozen berries on your porridge or something like that yeah. in the morning. Yeah, but your bananas are powerhouses, like with your potassiums and things like that in them. Um, I think we definitely have less fruit in the wintertime, yeah. but you can definitely up your veg. So like, you know, the salad stuff is going to one side or whatever, but definitely apples, plums, pears, um, nectarines, all of those kinds of things. I kind of steer people away from the more high GI fruits. So the high GI are like a fast release of sugar. I don't want fast releases of sugar because I don't want them to drop and then you're hungry for the wrong kind of foods what after. What fruits are those? So you're talking about like, say like, um, even though pineapple is very good for the gut, um, if you're watching the blood sugar side, pineapple, mango, um, watermelon as in the yellow watermelon uh, grapes there is a high level of sugar in bananas as well but there's a lot of good in them too so it mm. depends whether you're looking at the sugar side or not you know um, kiwis have a decent level of sugar but there's a lot of vitamin C in them there's double the amount of vitamin C in kiwis you know so yeah. it's kind of managing it really I'd say to people if they're trying to watch the blood sugars I would say bananas grapes uh, the watermelon, the pineapple, mangoes, things like that. You know, the ones that taste lovely that yeah. you actually want and the ones that you have on holidays that taste gorgeous. Yeah, so those ones kind of. Berries in abundance have to come on the top of the list for every single thing, regardless of what way you eat them. If you just have a punnet of blueberries every single day, you're good to go. Ah. Full of antioxidants. They are top of the list as a superfood. That and green tea. So yeah. yeah, put them on your cereal in the morning or bring them with you. And if you're having an 11 o'clock, have them at 11 o'clock. What's, what I'm finding hard this transition into autumn, winter as well, is you'd, you'd get into your habit of going for your walk every evening and you could push mm. it out maybe to 8 or 9 o'clock if you had to. Now you're under pressure. If you don't get out maybe by 5 or 6 o'clock, that's probably it. Yeah. Maybe and maybe not. You know, they, they, they have them um, they, or they'll have them the next week or two in Little and Aldi. You know, the torches you put around the top of your head. But it's so dark, Muriel. I know, but you have to. 
you have if you don't get up in the morning to do it that you can't do it early morning and I, I keep saying to people as well it doesn't have to be like that you're gone for an hour Yeah, even 20 minutes is enough and even that 20 minutes helps that when you sit down you're not going to go snacking on every yeah. single bit of rubbish that's in the house it's just enough to switch on the endorphins to say I've done something now I feel a bit better and the depression side especially in Ireland comes in massively from this time of the year is it next week the clocks go back? Yeah next week I think you have no choice you've got to do some form of exercise at least three times a week yeah. and even if it's only for 20 minutes you have to do that 20 minutes and I said to people we can't go out on the road we can't I'm like walk around the house walk up and down the avenue yeah. just do something that you're slightly out of breath because the minute you're slightly out of breath the body is going to know straight away that it's doing something and everything else falls into place please 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 don't buy rubbish for the next eight weeks oh, do not Muriel. have rubbish in the press I know Fran was here it's he'd Halloween. kill me now he'd be saying how lovely it is and all the bits I hate Halloween I do too I, I hate Halloween with a passion my yeah. lads come back with bags of absolute I'm not going to say the word I'll say rubbish but they come back with rubbish that's there since last Christmas out of people's houses like the sticky roses and stuff like that yeah I hate that Quality Street. Oh, quality and they turn street. it upside down in the middle of the floor and they're like, yeah. and I'm, I'm looking at them thinking, oh my good Lord, this is like whatever to Christmas and all of that rubbish is just, yeah. But whatever about Halloween, we'll just let that go by the by, right? But um, don't bring rubbish in because if you buy biscuits and stuff at this time of the year, buy what you like that's nice, yeah. that you can have a little of. Uh, nuts, dark chocolate, Kelkin popcorn, things like that. If you want something to snack on, yeah, that's absolutely fine. But if you bring in the bars of normal chocolate, you bring the biscuits in, you're going to eat them. Yeah. The minute you come in, you're miserable after a long day. Like if there's a bottle of wine st- sitting on the counter looking at you. It's talking to you. It's yeah. literally like you're going to open it. The minute you start, one never, like for anyone, one is never enough, like me yeah. included. Like it's very hard to have discipline. So just don't buy them for the next few weeks. And at least if they're not in the house and you're walking around the house looking for something, you've no choice but to go for whatever's left. Yeah, literally. the good stuff. The good stuff, yeah. yeah. Tell me before we finish up about what you were saying at the beginning about finishing out things. Yeah, about finishing out things. Can I just say about the yeah. bright, bright light, first of all? A 300 watt bulb, three foot away from you for 20 minutes, three three times a day is, is really important for anyone that suffers from SAD, etc. for this time of the year. Okay, so get the 300 watt bulb three times a day for 20 minutes. Okay, right. just three foot away from it. It Just for the SAD ah. piece, yes. The sunlight piece that you're missing. The finishing out things. I'll do a piece on this one week, right? But I just feel we don't finish out anything. Our kids don't finish out anything. And if they don't watch us finishing out things, how can they actually follow suit? Or how can they? How can that piece be ingrained into them? We start things, so many things. We start a book and we don't finish it. And we start two or three books or whatever. People are coming into me and they start. Now, a lot of people are very good and they're really getting with it. But if you started me, you've got to finish it. If you don't finish it, there's no point thinking within four, three or four weeks that it's going to actually work for you. Mm. So if you're given something to do or there's something in your head, if you decide I'm going to drink two litres of water for the next whatever. By the way, if you're dehydrated in wintertime, you're going to feel the cold. Your body can't regulate itself. So you have to have enough water in your system for your body temperature to regulate itself. So if you decide today I'm going to drink two litres of water, you have to stay doing it. We don't finish out anything anymore. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I just think that's like the positive piece comes from the discipline of actually being able to finish out something. Because then you're creating the habit, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, you're creating the habit. Yeah. And you know with the kids, like how many different things do they start? And we don't oh. make them finish them out anymore. Yeah. Remember in our day, in our day, in the olden days, <laughs> Jesus, she thinks she was ancient. Have we no shoes? Yes. Have we nothing? <laughs> we went to school on a bike with Bunty <laughs> on the back. Do you remember the Bunty comic? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh. but we were made, we weren't allowed to start anything. 
Like yeah. you weren't, like if you were, had to start. But I just find it now, people don't finish out things. And if you don't, if you're starting something and you have the discipline to finish it out, you just get that 1% better every single day or every single week. But what if you start it and you don't like it? Should you give yourself like, look, I'll do it for six months and we'll see oh, then? Oh, I think you have to. I think yeah. you have to. I heard you talking about your little fella yesterday. And the, oh, my heart doing the broke. GA and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and there is a certain level of we don't have to be the pushy parent, but you know, if a child is really into sport or really into music or into something, we give them everything under the sun and we do kind of push them because we know the, the, the talent and everything is there. Yeah. So I know if somebody isn't into something, you shouldn't push them. But I think you still have got to give them the level of discipline that there's certain things you've got to do for your health. Yes. So like you have to eat well for five days a week, like 80% of the time. If they're not into sport, they have to go for a walk or they have to go out and I just get killed for this. So my second wasn't big into sport. I was like you, so busy trying to find things yeah. that you could do, etc. I used to make her go out the back and do a thousand skips. And I used to get killed for it. And it was like, I can't believe you're actually making her do that. I bought about six trampolines. I bought the, the gym mats and the beams and all the bits and pieces just to try and find something. And when I'd do it, I'd make her do it and I'd get killed for it. Really? But it worked. It worked because now there is no, like, she has it. Like, as in, that, that consistency piece is there because yeah. the discipline was there from the beginning. So now she's in college and she does it. So without me having to even ring and say or talk to her or whatever, I'll know, you know, she'll say, you know, she's part of the trampoline club now and she's part of the basketball club or whatever and she's part of the book club. So like, yeah, that worked. So, so I'll keep cracking the whip. Well, don't kill me now. <laughs> I think to a certain extent it has to happen. Yeah, it has to it. happen. It's hard to know what to do. Yeah, Muriel, yeah. always a pleasure. Anyone who's looking to make contact with you? Yes, can I just that? say, Ali, the phone yeah. lines exploded last week after we said we had the free aesthetic consultations for people. So I think right. people were kind of maybe afraid even of that side of it or whatever. So we've opened another day. So anyone that rings from now until seven this evening they are still entitled to a free consultation. Great. And that's just for our year anniversary. So you have to ring either between now and seven o'clock and there is only one day with limited spaces. Right. Okay, so if you're listening, get on the phone. That's so, like a rush. Well, yeah, well, from last week, I just thought we're just giving a little back because like I said, Chip FM listeners are so good. We just want to make sure we're looking after them. So our number is 52 61 Okay, and we'll have that number here then as well. But that's only yep. between now and seven this now evening. Now and seven this evening. Okay. Yeah. All right. That phone's going to be hopping. Thanks, okay. Muriel. Thanks, Sally. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry in association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over fifty years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie.